welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome back. We have such an amazing, incredible guest today. You guys are going to absolutely love M.M. Washington. She is known as the Dream Ambassador and her mission is to inspire, motivate, and cheer millions towards success regardless of where they are or what they have been through in life right, or where they've been. She is a firm believer in the God who gave Joseph dreams of his own and made them come true. So M.M. is really awesome. She has published her own book, Rise from the Shadows, Overcome Your Past, Reclaim Your Voice, and Live Your Light. She also has co-authored in another book. She also, in addition to all of that, Oh my goodness. She is a singer, songwriter, a speaker, a teacher, and an attorney based in Texas. Like, hello. She has got it going on. Um, in 2017, MM launched her debut album, Rebirth, which is a must-have for anyone searching for songs of hope with a unique sound. Um, so I absolutely love, love, love her. You know, she's one of these overcomers. She's the epitome of overcomer, honestly. And she's been through so many difficult life situations situations, including two miscarriages, two stillbirths, um, fibroid surgery, and being told she would no longer be able to conceive, yet she now has two healthy preteen sons. And so I'm going to let her talk about all of her overcomer stories and talk about her triumphs and tribulations, but this is just going to be such a good episode, knowing that whatever you're going through right now, that does not dictate where you're going. So let's just go ahead and dive into this. She is absolutely amazing. And I just want you to have all the time listening to her good wisdom that's about to come out of this episode. All right. Yay. Well, welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. Today, I have with me M.M. Washington, and I'm so excited. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, why don't you just start by telling us who you are, how you got to where you are today, a little bit about your background and anything you'd like to share along those lines. Yeah, that's always a, a, I know. <laughs> it's a funny question, right? It's always like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, like you said, my name is M.M. Washington. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of two amazing sons. And I love to share those two things first, because how I got there. I mean, there's a story behind all of that. You know, this is my, um, I've been through divorce and I've been through miscarriages and stillbirths. And at one point was told I wasn't going to be able to have children except maybe through IVF. And so my, my sons are like my greatest achievements and I'm, and I'm a proud mom to them. Um, I'm also 
Yay! Now I'm also a published author. Wow. <laughs> and so my uh, my books um, are my babies as well, and wow. I'm also um, a recording artist, and I have a CD. So my CD is also one of my babies. And wow, um, fun. by day, I'm a lawyer, and I'm really trying to find my smooth exit out of that to just live where I'm pursuing the things that light me up like writing and recording music mm. so, I that's love a little that. bit about me <laughs> what you. encouraged you to write your first book so how many books do you have and then what encouraged you to write the first one okay yeah so um my first book i i'm actually a co-author on oh. an anthology called women of purpose women of purpose and then my first book by my you know where i'm the sole author is um called rise from the shadows and what encouraged me? I've always wanted to publish a book, but it, you know, it just always seemed like it's kind of like I've always, not always, but since I wanted to record a CD, it always seemed like that was out of my reach, you know, because big publishing uh, companies or big recording, yeah. you know, record labels. And so there's just so much you have to go through to get to that level. But now, that power has give, has been given to the indie artists of the world, the independent artists of the world. Um, it just, it fell into place. You know, I, I learned what I needed to learn and I went ahead and did what I needed to do. Mm. So um, I love what you said about, um, you said something along the lines of, it seemed like it was going to be impossible. You said it seemed like it was going to be something that was out of your reach. That's the word you use. You said out of your reach. Sure, okay. you I was like, I know, I know what you just said. I would love to talk about this idea of themes being out of our reach. Because it sounds like you've gone through a lot of experiences where themes seemed like they weren't going to be possible right? Yeah. Like having kids, that might not be possible for you. Um, you know, singing music or writing a book or all of those things. So what mindset did you need to have or what needed to shift in order for you to believe that it was going to be possible for you? You know, I, you just asked that and it just, you know, I never thought about it like that before. Like mm -hmm. my whole journey to some of the things that I call my babies <laughs> has, there's a theme, there's a common theme. This yeah. out of, and I got goosebumps as you were asking that. Yeah. Um, it definitely required um, a mindset, a certain mindset, um, a certain mindset mm -hmm. shift even in some situations mm -hmm. where um, things looked impossible and maybe I almost gave up hope. Um, but one thing that I tell people now, and I, I told myself, and I still tell myself, is that if you give up hope, like the minute you give up hope, then there is no hope. It's like mm. you, you just have to hold on to hope. And mm. even when things seem impossible. And so when the doctors, at, so, so with like with my children, um, I had these, I had two stillbirths, two miscarriages. Mm. Yeah. And then um, the doctor, uh, said you I had fibroids and the doctor said you need to have these removed otherwise this is going to still keep happening and mind you up until that point um, I, I discovered that I had the fibroids after my first um, 
pregnancy loss. And I knew that my mom, she, she told me, well, I had fibroids oh. and I went on to have both, you know, all three of you. Right. And so, um, so I was holding on to that, like, you know, that's going to be my story as well. Mm. Well, it was my story. And so the doctor said, you know, you're going to have to have these removed. And mm. when I went ahead and had the surgery after the fourth loss, um, the doctor came in and said, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to have uh, children now, um, except maybe through IVF. And so here I was, I'd gone through this, I'd been able to at least get pregnant. I just mm -hmm. hadn't been able to sustain a pregnancy. And now the doctor's telling me, you can't get pregnant. It, maybe there's a chance with IVF. I mean, mm. I cried. I cried for like yeah. days. I had this, oh. you know, pity party. I mean, I, I, it was, I was miserable, but then, um, thanks to good, a good mentor. Um, she talked to me, she gave me a book called supernatural childbirth. I read that book. I held on, to, I prayed and I got pregnant like mm. that year, that same year. And, you know, I just held on to hope and faith and I, you know, and that's, that's been like, that showed me the result of that, having my first son, showed me that if if I had given up hope, I don't know. I really don't know if I would be a mom today. And yeah. so I use that for every difficult situation. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's really, really, really valid. And something that you said is, you know, um, how your mom had a similar experience, yet she was able to have kids. And right. even though it wasn't exactly your story, I think this is a really good lesson for all of us to think about and all of us to, to recognize that if someone else has done it, because right. usually we're not alone in these experiences. We're not, not usually. We are always not alone in these experiences. Someone right. else has experienced it once before. Nothing is original anymore. At this point in day and age, like nothing yeah. is original. It's all been done. It's all been said. Everything's happened. But right. if you can find evidence that it, it is possible. It's yes. possible. I mean, that's the beautiful way to continue to hold that hope in, in what yes. you're saying, hold that faith, activate that, activate that, um, the faith and the belief, knowing that if someone else was able to, to do this yes, with similar circumstances, that means that I can too. And whatever that looks like as well, whether that's having kids or writing a book or recording an album or <laughs> traveling the world or whatever it is, it doesn't matter right? Yes. Going from broke to millionaire, like all of it's 100% possible, whatever right. you could possibly think of. Oh, right. So exciting. I love this. I love this conversation. It's really great. So um, when did your, your book that you did privately, when did that come out? So it came out in November of last year. Oh, but I yay. really, yay. I shared, I started sharing it about it um, in the last couple of months, um, awesome. you know, I just quietly put it out there also because the, the anthology had, had just come out like a few months before that, like in August. And mm -hmm. I just didn't know how to navigate. Okay. Now I have something else, you know, mm -hmm. you know, so I just, I just, um, but it came out November of 2018 and I am mm. so excited. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Um, I have so many questions about this whole, the book writing, because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now that are like, I want to write a book so badly, but I yeah. don't even know where to start. I yeah. don't even know where to begin. I don't right. even know what, <laughs> what to do first or how this looks. Yeah. What suggestions do you have around that topic? 
Yeah. Um, for me, I can share what I did. Yeah. Um, I, I got a book writing coach and, um, and it just so happened. It was somebody that I, that I knew from a, a course that we had taken together. Oh, <laughs> and so, and I, I trusted her. I, I mean, I, I know what she writes. She's somebody that I, I look up to, I admire. So I took, I got a, a book writing coach, mm. um, but I can say some things um, that I, I, you know, that I did on my own as well. Um, yeah. Just kind of jot down if you, if you, if you know what you want to write about as things come to you and they will, whether that's when you're driving or you're at home or wherever, just jot them down. And then also uh, if you're not a writer, if you prefer to record, then mm. record it on a voice, record voice notes on your phone. Yeah. I a lot. And then there are, apps there's this, a particular app called uh temi t-e-m-i mm-hmm. on iphone and it will transcribe your voice notes for like pennies really uh, wow. not not a lot of money and so then you can take that and edit it and put it together yeah. and come up with at least a draft of a book two other things um that i i learned along the way um, getting somebody to edit your book is different from getting somebody to format your book. And okay. I, I don't, I know nothing about this. This is great. I'm like, okay, tell me, what does this mean? Because I know nothing about this. <laughs> right. So I, you know, I just sent my draft to an, um, an editor and said, please edit this for me. And I thought that that meant that they were also going to put it in the right format for where I could upload it. No, that's not what it means. So, um, and then, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so I learned that and um, always get a second, at least a second pair of eyes to look on at your document, at your book before you send it to the editor. That way, mm. you know, you you get some um, feedback um, as you're going along. But mm. yeah. the most important advice is just go ahead and start. You, If you've start. been wanting to do this, you know, do it. Like start mm. today, start, start as soon as possible and, and get it done. Yeah. So what kind of suggestions would you have if you, if there's someone who's like, okay, I know I have so much to give. I know I could have a really good story, a really good book to read, but I have no idea what I want to write about. Like mm. if someone doesn't know the topic, because the, when you first started, you're like, if you know what you want to write about, if you know the yes. topic of this, yes, yes, then do yes. these things. But for someone who doesn't know the topic yet, or isn't clear on that yet, what yeah. would you say to them? That's a good question. And I was in that spot as well. And that's um, one of the first things that the, uh, the coach helped me with mm-hmm. or helped us with was, you know, just writing down little, thinking about parts of your story, you know, and what part of, what part of your story, what chapter in your story would you want to share? Do mm-hmm. you, first of all, do you even want to write a fictional book or a nonfiction book or, you know, what type of book do you want to write? Um, yeah. And so the coach really helped draw out, you know, I shared in the group uh, that we were in, I shared different things that I, I kind of would want, I knew that I wanted to share mm-hmm. at some point in the future. And so we just kind of whittled it down from there to one where I felt like, okay, this is where I want to start. I want to start mm-hmm. with this story. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I have a totally like side note question to all of this because okay. you are a mother. 
right? Um, you are also, you have a full-time job, you, um, or part-time, I'm not sure. You said you were a lawyer by day. Okay. Full-time job. You, um, are also a writer and a song, like a songwriter as well. In addition, you know, being able to record albums and stuff. How do you balance all of this? Like, I feel like you better have some like good balancing tips up your sleeve because that's literally like my thought process. I'm like, how are you doing all of this stuff? That's another great question. Um, yeah, so I learned <laughs> <laughs> I learned early on in motherhood that coming up with routines, loose routines, because I'm not a structured person yeah. at all. Right. But coming up with like loose routines helps me keep my sanity. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I know that in the morning when I wake up, I want to read my Bible. I want to pray. Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, I want to start my day a certain way. And mm -hmm. then, you know, I try to write down the night before, write down some things that I know I want to accomplish the next day. Again, this is all loose. <laughs> and then, um, and I'm also a person that likes to wing it, <laughs> play it by yeah. ear as well. So, um, but, but mainly I try to focus on one thing at a time. And that, that took, that took a lot of discipline because I'm a, I want to do this and I want to do this. And I'm that type of person. And, um, yeah. but I learned through a coach that, you know, just focus. You want to get a CD out, focus on that for now. Mm. You'll get to your book. You'll get to your book. Get this yes, done. 100%. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I always use um, this visual and this is not something that I can give myself credit to, but it's something that I could give one of my coaches credit to. And maybe she got it from somewhere else. I don't know. But now I talk about it all the time. But it's this visual of like the game at the carnival where you um, try to get the, so the water is coming out of the gun and yeah. you're trying to get the, the, the bell to ring first, right? right? You were trying to be the first one to ring the bell. And right. it's almost like when you're, when you're only focused on one, you can get, you can hit the bell fast. Right. Right. But if you're trying to do all of these things and you're trying to get your water to all the places and no, none of the bells are ringing, right? There it is. Silent. It is crickets. Yeah. And That's so so I love that, the focus on, just focus on the one thing, accomplish that. What's going to help you get to this, this, the bell, what's going to help you ring this, yes. this bell for this specific item and how can you work towards this today? And I love that you said that your, your schedule is really, really loose, but you have non-negotiables, right? You have, okay, I want to wake up and I'm going to do these things because that's what I need. And yes. then from there, yes. I have a few things I want to get done. And yeah. then, and I think that's really, really beautiful being able to break it down in that way. But everybody has to do something that really, that works for them. You know, like right. sometimes my morning practice is in the afternoon. <laughs> like it's not in the morning. Like it's yeah. like, it's no longer a morning practice. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to yeah. be in the morning, yeah. um, which is really, really cool. So uh, I, I just, I knew that was gonna be a good question to ask you. Cause I was like, how do you balance all of those things? I'm single and I've got a cat and I've like, <laughs> sometimes I'm like I don't know how to balance all these things and, and you've got a lot more going on <laughs> that's funny but but one more thing is yeah. there's room for grace like mm -hmm. I was hard on myself early on again in motherhood but now I'm like look if it doesn't get done there's always tomorrow 
<laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Like it can go on the non-negotiable list for tomorrow and it will be okay. And I think that's something too, is releasing that judgment and releasing that pressure that we put on ourselves, right. which maybe we can talk about because that's something that maybe you've experienced. I don't know. I don't want to put words yeah. in your mouth, but, um, I'm not tr actively trying to have a child or <laughs> I got a furry, I got to find a furry face man to go along with me. Like, first and foremost, that is, that is what I'm attracting into my life. I am open and ready to receive universe. Like, hello. But I can understand that sometimes when we go through triumphs and tribulations, we go through the trenches and when we go through adversity, um, at times we look at ourselves and start to blame ourselves. Right. And at times we give our power away or we dim our power or we start to think, what's wrong with me? Yes. Why can't I do this? Especially like I can only imagine, right? I can only imagine. That's literally the only thing I could do. Um, the idea of not being able to have kids, that will literally bring me to tears. If my body, like, and I don't know how to explain it. Not everybody feels that way. Right. But that's something that I, that's, that's really important to me. And yeah. obviously it's very important to you because you've expressed yeah. that. But yeah. even just anything that someone wants to accomplish. Right. I don't know. I'd love to open up this discussion about um, not feeling good enough and how to change that, to know that you are worthy of that. It is okay. And it's going to happen for you. Yeah. You know, um, that's, that's a topic that's, the overarching theme of everything that I put out is yeah. you are good enough. You are mm -hmm. enough, you know, regardless of what the circumstances are, regardless of what your situation says, yes. you are enough. And we do, you're so right. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to perform and perform you know, might just mean becoming a mom or, you know, whatever. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves and society puts pressure on us. But, but more importantly, we absorb that and we put it on ourselves. We allow that. And it really does take um, being, having the right people around you, yeah. the right information around you, the right things that you're feeding your soul, you know, are, if you're constantly um, surrounded by negativity and, and, and pessimism, people that are pessimistic, people that are negative uh, to themselves, mm -hmm. then you're, I mean, it's, there's no doubt that you're going to pick that up. Um, but, mm -hmm. and so for me, I, you, you talked about mindset earlier. Yeah. I, I, that's a big thing for any, any venture, anything you want to do, your yeah. mindset to be right and mindset help comes from a coach I coach people now and mindset mindset is a big part of that as well your yeah. mindset comes from the podcast the shows yeah. like this that you allow yourself to listen to and watch and mm -hmm. and it comes from the books you read it comes from just just the environment that you're in it also comes from within you can read and hear all these things but if you don't apply it absolutely it work it, it does i mean it, ta it takes intention yeah but the bottom line is you are enough 
<laughs> so what kind of exercises do you think? So if someone who is so in the valley, right? I always feel just in life in general, but especially when we go through business, we there are peaks where we are like, woo, and then there are some massive valleys, okay? Tell me about <laughs> it. Someone's in a valley and they're feeling like, man, there has to be something wrong with me. Even though logically, our logical brain knows right. I am enough. I know I can do this, but our subconscious is thinking that we're not. Right. What, what exercises have you done or do you like to suggest to people mm -hmm. to regain that power and to just know and trust and activate that faith that yeah. we are enough? Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm a, um, a believer. I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that plays a big role in, in how I show up yeah. and so and so when music also is a big thing and so when i marry the two where mm. i'm listening to songs of hope songs of inspiration songs of overcoming mm. and breakthrough mm -hmm. it instantly and you know songs that shift my attention away from myself to god you know it instantly does something i mean instantly and so i've created playlists you know just for that reason yeah. um another thing is affirmations you know those are not for everyone but they are for me i mean i'm an affirmation queen we talk about affirmations all the time on the show so they are familiar with that world so i feel you no they you know and here's the thing for those of people who say that they don't work they just never really gave it a try personally Absolutely. or we have to tweak it to where you can actually feel it so you can yes. activate that within you yes. because no matter what it 100 yes. works like it does it's a subconscious thing but it's on, like you said earlier sometimes things take time and it takes yes. the active practice of okay i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna do this and yes. i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna pray today and what to what to whatever you believe in right to to right. god to, to the universe to angels light force i don't care right but whatever it is that you need to do, I love, I love that you, you mentioned that. Okay. Keep going. I, I had a butt in there because I was like, I love everything. <laughs> no, but I agree. And I, I feel like if you don't think the affirmations will work, then they won't. I exactly. mean, oh yeah. You're, you're, it's always a self-fulfilling prophecy. Anything yeah, do, it's yeah. 100%. Like exactly. that's what I say to all my clients. Like, I'm like, okay, if you think, if you believe full heartedly that you have to have a website to be successful, that's going to be exactly what's true for you. Exactly. So everything exactly. is going to be what's true for you. And so, but the, the cool thing is, is that our brain doesn't actually know what is a truth or a lie. Right. Our brain has no idea. Right. And so we can tell ourselves whatever we want and eventually it will believe it. That's it's right. Really freaking cool. So why would we not want to tell ourselves really incredible things? So that starts to be the things that we believe. Exactly. Exactly. Why? <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> and then also think back to, you know, it, I'm sure that there are times in your life, and this I'm, I'm saying this to whoever, I'm sure there are times in your life where things have worked out, you have done, yes. you know, some great thing. Remind yourself of that, write it down, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you did something awesome, and you can do it again. I mean, you're not in a vacuum. Everybody else is not better. And yeah, another thing I did, um, and I did this for, not for the reason of trying to get myself out of a funk, but 
for the reason of just trying to get to know myself. You know, um, I asked a few people that know me really well, you know, what would you say are my top qualities or whatever? What do you love about me? Exactly. That's a beautiful thing to do, honestly. It was amazing what the responses that I got, things I had never ever really thought about myself you know and so it kind of made me hold my head a little higher <laughs> and like, like oh, this I'm is how- <laughs> exactly <laughs> no I, I love that you know because sometimes and I'm a words of affirmation person that's that's something that's really really strong for me now yeah. I believe that will work for people even if words of affirmation is low on their poll like right. if that's not a priority no problem for me that works for me instantly I will tell my friends and be like I need you to love on me today and then I'm like okay thank Thank you. That's exactly what I needed. I heard. Now I'm moving on. Now for some people hearing those strengths, that's yes. what's going to activate the, right. the confidence that they need to cultivate to yes. run after what they want. Exactly. Um, I'd love to talk about holding the vision though, was saying that because I just thought about like running after what you want. And I feel like you, you have, you're the epitome of an overcomer, which is incredible. I love overcomers. Like it's like people love overcomer stories, but this is all about like becoming fiercely unstoppable of what you truly, truly desire. And so what did you feel like you needed besides, okay, so your mindset, your daily dues, like, you know, just moving, you know, quicker to your goals, taking the next step. What else do you feel like needed to happen for you to continue to never give up on your big vision and the things yeah. that you wanted? That's, huh, that's a great, great question. Let me think about, you know, yeah. I think, I think sometimes we, we run away from, or we, we want hard times to stay away from us. Yes. That yes. Sometimes those things actually they build us up, right? You know, I think that, um, I think that the fact that it just seemed to be like, okay, when I overcome this, then another thing, I think that that I needed that with, you know, it sounds weird. And looking back, I can say that, you know, when I was in that situ in those situations, no, I wouldn't say that. But looking back, I think I needed that because the challenges, um, showed me my strength, you know, and I constantly, I used to get upset when people would say, oh my, you're such a strong woman. I don't want to be the strong woman because that means that challenges are coming. Exactly. And, but now looking back, I'm grateful for the challenges um, because as I overcame each one, it showed me that, okay, like you said, I can overcome. I am an overcomer. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, some people will have a smoother road than I will. But what has come out of this is I've been able to go back and encourage, oh my goodness, women that have had miscarriages. I'm like, let's talk. I've been there, done that. You're going to get through this. I've been able yes. to go talk to women who poured their, gave their lives to somebody and you know their hearts were broken look woman <laughs> mm-hmm. girl wash your face <laughs> or, or you've you been know, your tears. yeah I think that's the beautiful thing um and I love what you just said there because I remember there's a part of my life and granted 
at all moments, I think everybody goes through some sort of adversity. It just looks in different variations, right? Right. And so, um, you know, I remember at one point in my life, I wished for obstacles to overcome. I have no idea why I wanted to do that. But because I was so, I was so dedicated to growth at that time, Mm. I wanted to to welcome that in. And I think that's really beautiful in a sense for, for what you said too. It's like at the times that we're going through things, we don't always know why we're going through them. We don't always know why, like I remember so many times I sat and I'm like, why is this happening to me? Like, why is this happening? Like everything always goes my way usually. So why is this over here going really crummy or why am I feeling this way? And I'm, I mean, I, I used to talk about this a lot more and I, I don't talk about it as much as I used to, and maybe I should, but it just seems so far removed. But, you know, um, overcoming an abusive relationship, that's never something I would ever wish upon anybody. But if it wasn't for that thing, I wouldn't have a business today. Wow. And I wouldn't be traveling the world and I wouldn't be impacting lives. And it's all because of one really big thing that I had to overcome. Yes. I was able to impact millions. Or, well, exactly. What future cast that? Millions. But it's so true. And so even though we don't know the lesson right away, I think we go through these similar experiences over and over and over again because we haven't learned the, the lesson yet. Yes. And that just means that what we need to learn is still out there for us to obtain it. And then the next time we go through things, we can be like, okay, what's the lesson? So we don't have to go through it again and again. But it's, exactly. it's seeing the bigger picture. I was actually talking to one of my clients about this the other day. And I think business and life and these journeys and, and these moments are very much, I, I relate it back to my artwork and back to painting. Mm-hmm. And um, because when you paint, especially, or when you're doing something very creative, if you're too close to the canvas, you can't see what's actually going on there. Mm. There were so many times that I would have to put the painting on the other side of the room and I have to walk all the way on the other side of the hallway to actually see what needed to happen. Oh, I love that. That's, I mean, it's such a beautiful metaphor for our life and for what we're going through because we get so caught up in, in one part of it that we forget to look at the bigger picture. I love that. And I'm going to use that. Oh my goodness. That yeah, is. I mean, it's real life. Like, I mean, even okay. go practice painting something because it's so true. Like it, you have to remove yourself. You have to move backwards and to see what needs to happen next. What's the next step. So if you can zoom out, um, a hundred feet, I don't even know what that looks like. What's a, a football field. <laughs> what is that? 200 yards. I don't know. I'm the worst. I have no idea. Okay. Anyways, besides the point, terrible metaphor, but, um, (laughs) if you could zoom out, if you could look at your life, at what's going on at a bigger picture, what would be the answer? Because what, what, whatever you guys believe in, whether it's, you know, God, but I, what I believe is that, you know, um, God doesn't work like in one direction. It's like multidimensional, you know, it's, the universe right. works multidimensionally without time and right. time doesn't matter in, in any of this. That's it's, right. And they have like, they are all knowing. So it's like, I think the, the thing I always come back to is that this is one of the biggest affirmations that I have kept in my heart forever is that everything is always unfolding in perfect time. Mm. And if I believe that to be true, then I have nothing that I actually need to worry about. That's good. You know? That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a powerful message though, because 
<laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like fired up. I'm like, yes. <laughs> You're fiercely unstoppable. Yes, yes. Yes. It runs through your veins. And I think that's the beautiful thing to remember is that when we get these obstacles handed to us, we get to overcome them. Yes. We get to have that power. That's right. It's yeah. not exactly there's a shift from i have to go through this no i get to go through this that's that's powerful yeah ah oh, okay so obviously we've talked about a lot of overcomer stories and situations but as you know this podcast is all about stepping into your most fiercely unstoppable self can you maybe tell us like a specific time maybe a specific story where you overcame an obstacle and when you did and what you did throughout it you just felt so victorious you know, you, I know you've got a lot of them, but maybe if you can pinpoint one that you were like, oh, when I accomplished this, I felt victorious. <laughs> really? Let me, let me, um, it's one that I've already talked about and it's yeah. my, my book. Um, yeah. And because even though I had the writing coach, I had a deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed that deadline. And mm. um, I mean, so what I had at the time, at the end of the day was just, crap really pardon my language but it was it was nonsense <laughs> that's not like much you're good all right okay so it was nonsense um i mean it wasn't complete it wasn't nonsense um you know but it was just not complete it wasn't a full story and mm. so i just you know i took a step back like you just shared from the canvas mm-hmm. And I went back to the drawing board and I'm like, okay, what, what is it that I'm trying to tell people? What story, what is the end result? And what do I want to give them? And how much of me do I want to share in this book and whatnot? And so I just, mm-hmm. instead of trying to rush and meet that deadline, um, I went ahead. I mean, I had already busted the deadline. So, you know, so I went ahead and just slowly poured myself into writing that book. And so when I finally got the finished version done, got it mm. uploaded and everything. I felt so good. Mm. I mean, it felt, my book, it's, it's just barely, it's a, little, a few pages over 100. So it's like 108 pages long. It's, you would think that by me talking about it, that it's like a 300 page book. No, <laughs> it's 100 and something, but it feels good to have it out there. And what feels even better is, the people that I trust to give me honest feedback, I've, you know, had them read it and I love the feedback so far. So yeah, that just overcome over as an, as a creator, anytime you put out anything, there's this risk, you know, there's vulnerability, you know, will they like it? What would, you know, and you just kind of want to run and hide because that's a piece of you that you're sharing. And you know, that question of, is it good enough? Am I good enough? You know, come, and so overcoming that and just putting it out there and for those, knowing that for those that it's meant to resonate, it will yeah. resonate. That feels good. And I love that you shared that you missed your deadline and <laughs> nothing happened. Like you didn't light on fire. <laughs> right. Um, you're still alive. Um, the world did not crumble. And I love this about goals because yes, I think it's important to have the deadline because we all are activated by something different. Sometimes we're activated by competition, right? Sometimes we're activated by like, all right, well, I got to get this done now. Like, so, you know, like, 
And sometimes we're activated by having more freedom. It just depends on what we need. So, but knowing that, okay, this is my deadline, but I can also change the deadline, but it also is like, if it needs to be a non-negotiable, perfect, but it doesn't mean anything about you. If you don't hit it by the non-negotiable, you that's can right. change the non-negotiable and create a new deadline. And that's I think right. that's what we need to remember about goals too. Like for me, before I hit my first ever 10 K cash month, I remember saying like, all right, this is the month. This is the month it's happening. And it didn't happen for months. And every month I was like, all right, this is the month. Really. <laughs> Um, does it mean anything about me that it took me whatever long to hit that? No, not, not at all. You know, eventually it came together, but it it wasn't about me and my timeline and what I wanted it to be. It was exactly what I was meant to do. And I love that you're so right. Your message is out there and now you get to touch so many people. Like, it's so cool. You have a physical thing that you can hand someone and say, read this. And then they can hand to someone else and read it, read, read, read. and it's just this beautiful like cobweb of awesome knowledge that's getting put out into the world. That's so cool. Oh, I love that you have a book. I think that's amazing. Um, well, okay. Why don't you tell us the most exciting thing that you have going on in your life and business and whatever you want to share? Huh. The most exciting thing at the moment I have, um, I've been doing one-on-one coaching for a while, but now I have a course that I'm working on. here with more people um, at the same time and it's for it's it's based on you know what my book is so my book is about um, rising from the shadows and the subtitle is overcome your past reclaim your voice live your light Mm. and and it's about you know people that are hiding you know are hiding their, their authentic selves for whatever reason, to make other people feel better about themselves, you know, just just maybe traumatic experiences in their lives and they don't really know who they are or they don't trust who they are, you know. So, so the course, the, the group course, I call it a course, but I don't know if that's the right word, but the course is for people like that, women who feel that um, they want to finally just reveal their true authentic selves. And I just help guide them and bring them out. (laughs) I love it. Where can everybody find more of you? Where can they read your book? Where can they um, get to know you a little bit more, stalk you a little bit, love on you a little bit? (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So of course I have my website, um, mmwashington.com and that's E-M-E-M washington.com. I'm, I would say like I'm on Instagram like a million times a day. So Instagram is probably where you'll find me the quickest um, and you can DM me or whatever. And it's MM Washington on Instagram, on Facebook and Twitter. Awesome. Yay. We'll have all those links in the show notes and everything too, but thank you so much for being on today. This conversation was awesome. And I know it's just going to touch someone who really needs that reignition in their heart and in their soul for what they're running after. And so this conversation has been absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me, Brooke. Yay. 
Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.